what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly if it is or if it ain't it's gonna come out It's your girl Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration and juice. It is November the 23rd, 2021, and today the topic is regrets. Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Just to give you guys a quick recap of yesterday, come to find out that my husband took this week off in regards to uh, Thanksgiving week. And so, yeah, I'm super excited to find that out yesterday. Um, he always trying to surprise me with these these days off he be taking. <laughs> but um, it, it's good. it'll be good to have him home this week. Um, y'all be praying for him, you know what I'm saying? Because he's out here stepping on faith. Uh, you know, maybe all of us going to be hustling from home at some point. I don't know, but, um, you know, I'm definitely... Uh, looking forward to see how things go with the faith moves that he's making. I mean, there ain't none of y'all business. We ain't got to get too much into it. But what I'm saying is, y'all just keep him in prayer and everything like that. Um, yeah, I was going to tell y'all, I don't know if it's TMI. Okay, uh, I mean, okay, so for some silly reason, he married a woman that, like, don't care about his finances. <laughs> like, I care more about him you know, uh, doing what he loves to do or doing something that he enjoys and, and everything like that. So it's funny, our conversation sometimes, cause he's over here talking about like, Oh, this is going to make such and such money. X, Y, and Z. I'm like, but do you, are you going to enjoy doing it? Cause at the end of the day, you know, I don't know. I think my thoughts are still the same in regards to work and, and everything like that. Like, yeah, hustling from home and like putting all my faith in God to uh, to just keep providing and everything. It's it's a different way to live. Like I told y'all, um, and it and I know everybody can't live that way or whatever. Um, I mean, but we can, right? If you if you take out the time to just allow God to do His thing, because again, I mean, yeah. On one hand, like for example, this morning, I woke up to messages. <laughs> From Mr. Boomer Smith, you know what I'm saying? Because again, we got some things cooking, y'all. We got some things cooking real soon. Gonna um, make an announcement. Um, so I, I basically I wake up working. Basically, it's my my point of telling you all this. Like um, I do wake up working one way or another. Because it's like okay, I'm waking up. I'm, I'm getting my ideas together. I'm, I'm communicating with people about different projects and whatnot. Then. You know, I get up and do this, so that's technically, even though I enjoy this, don't get me wrong, I, I 
truly thoroughly enjoy this um but it is still a form of, of work if i think about it you know um so that's something you know what i mean so yes hustling from home um does blur the line of work and rest uh or work and just home life but at the same time it's been such a blessing um you know each time i either i get like some type of inquiry about you know one of my um endeavors you know or um again working with people like mr boomer and and the the lady miss elizabeth and um you know even my guys Arsal and sammy you know working with them on different things um getting things together for different ideas and whatnot um like I said, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Um, and like I told you guys, I am in this place of just basking in the blessings, y'all. Basking in the blessings. But ironically, and I guess this is my transition into the chat this morning. Um, ironically, I want to say yesterday morning when I got ready to do the juice, um, there was something that came into my mind uh, that happened like in high school. And... And I'm like, why did this thought even come in my mind? Like, yeah, okay, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it it, it it's not a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I, I remember apologizing back then. So, I can't do anything about it in my adult years. Like, I don't even communicate with these people anymore. So, it's like, what's the point of that coming into my mind other than to make me feel bad? You know what I mean? And so, sorry, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like something's going on. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm like, what? What is the point of this? What is the point of this thing coming into my mind? And so, um, last night I had a conversation. I was taking time to unwind. Speaking of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I know my boy Ewan. He usually, you know, what I'm saying attention to your girls manicures and whatnot so i did get myself a mani pedi yesterday um when our little man went to bed and i was out there sitting with um my husband while i was letting my feet soak and all that good stuff and um and we were talking about well i ended up asking him i was like hey you know have you ever done anything in your past that you regretted or whatnot and so we had a little good conversation about that obviously we both can relate to that i mean Again, when you're young or whatever, you do things, right? And you don't necessarily think of consequences when you're in the midst of things. But I think as you grow older, you become wiser and you understand like, oh, there's consequences to my actions and all that. So again, I mean, I got a whole book about it, y'all know. <laughs> the Cultivation Period, Single Christmas Journey. <laughs> got a whole book about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes those things can come into our minds and and again for me because even while I was sitting there with him um again basking in all the blessings of you know our life and the things that are are currently in place and everything like that um little things try to come up right and try to try to again make you feel bad or make you you know get off track of whatever it is that you know God is doing with you um, sometimes, um, what I thought about this morning is that sometimes it makes us feel like we're not worthy of 
the blessings, right? Um, I don't know if you guys can agree with that or not, but I would say sometimes when you think about those things you regret, you feel like, oh, you know, again, maybe I'm not worthy of the blessing or maybe I'm not, uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. So, I mean, I guess that's what led to my, um, thinking about this idea of regrets this morning. Uh, you know, my prayer meditation was good. It wasn't anything about regrets, but, but it was, it was about God not being mad at us. So perhaps it still goes hand in hand with this conversation because at the end of the day, again, we, we live with regrets. We think that God's mad at us. Um, when we are blessed, we don't feel like we're worthy of it. Um, all those different things. And so, yeah, let's see what the Bible had to say about regrets. Now, I did not define the word regrets this morning. So, again, if that's something you need to do, by all means, add that to your own Go Deeper section for today. Uh, but let's get going with some of these verses I came across this morning. So, Philippians 3 and 13 says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining towards, excuse me, straining forward to what lies ahead. Um, it's funny because when my husband asked, well, I asked him first, like, you know, did he live, um, did he have any regrets from his past? And then he asked me. And um, and here's the thing about me. And I know, I know that Miss um, Giselle, the other day she did mention this as well um, without even knowing me fully I mean obviously she knows me through our conversations but you know she hasn't known me throughout my life so um, when she said it the other day I just was like oh this that is exactly me right um, my response to my husband was that for the most part I've tried not to live with regrets like I've tried not to allow whatever the things were that I went through or whatever I did or whatever the case was to keep me down at those times I think for the most part it was like hey okay it happened move forward like that was always my mindset um regarding different things now I can't say again because I just told you all every now and then different thoughts pop up and you know so I can't sit here and be like oh I'm, I've never thought back on some stuff and was like mm, maybe I shouldn't have did that mm, you know feeling away about whatever happened but um but for the most part when I'm living in situations or when I was doing certain things, um, my mind was more so focused on moving forward. It was never, not too, too much basking in it and feeling and beating myself up about it and, and all of that. So, um, that reminded me of this verse this morning when I read it, um, uh, that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, forgetting what lies behind, straining forward to what lies ahead. So, um, yeah, let's keep going. Second Corinthians 7 and 10, it says, For godly grief produce a repentance that leads to salvation without regret. Uh, where as worldly grief produces death. Well, I mean, again, um, That, that okay okay I see okay I see what you okay okay sorry <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm seeing now I think um, more clearly what what this verse is saying here so again godly grief right is produces repentance 
um which i mean i believe that we are all supposed to do like we're all supposed to you know by looking at god and seeing that he is good and seeing that we are not it should lead us to repentance and lead us to understanding like okay lord you know um i need you i need your help i need your grace i need your mercy i need everything that you have in place for me to get past this um because i can't do it on my own that's what godly grief leads to but then this verse says that worldly grief produces death again um and it could be in several different ways it could be spiritual death physical death um depending on how much you let these things bog you down you know um now just my mom's testimony <laughs> but it's coming into my mind at the moment so i'm going to just share a little piece or a little bit at least what she was telling me yesterday that um she was sharing with me that at a certain point in her life you know if she didn't have god she don't know you know uh she can understand people that may not have God and, and go through things um, to the point where they might even take their own life or something like that because, you know, without God and without that hope, you know, people get overwhelmed by all these different things and let these things, again, you know, get down deep within them to feel as if there's no other option um, to get rid of this pain or this uh, suffering or this issue or whatever it is, right? And so um, she was saying, like, when it came to her, like, you know, because it was difficult for her to, to get through things, right? Um, you know, especially when she felt like she didn't have any, um, you know, I guess, any encouragement around that time or any, you know, any of the outside influences that was around her at the time, you know, feeling as if they were all negative and things like that. You know, she was basically saying, thank God that I had God. And so... Um, yeah, I mean, that's the, the good little examples, I think, between godly grief and um, worldly grief. And I believe that that's how you'll know which one you're operating in. If you are, you know, again, you know, you feel like, okay, I need to repent. I know that at the end of the day, I need to cast my cares on God because he cares for me. And and it helps you draw nearer to God, your, your, your grief, right, or your regret. If these things make you draw near to God, then you are probably operating in godly grief. If it's drawing you away from God, making you feel like you're alone, making you feel like you, uh, that there's no hope and everything like that, then you're probably operating in worldly grief. And, you know, I, I implore you to understand that like the, Lord, you better go ahead and put it all together. Like my um, prayer meditation was saying this morning, God's not mad at us. God's not over here you know, uh, picking every flaw, right? He, I mean, which is the total opposite because you hear the total opposite. Um, and maybe, maybe we get that from the judgment aspect of God. And because at the end of the day, yeah, there is going to be a separation of, of, you know, between believers and non-believers and everything like that. But regardless, God loves us, right? And right now, right, we have we all have the opportunity every day to draw near to Him. Um, I believe He's calling for us to draw near to Him. And uh, so, if you do have some regrets, whatever the case is, then uh, understand, like I was sharing earlier, that you know your next step would need to be repenting, and then. Um, 
allowing him to work in your life and to change you or whatever the case is. So um, just something to think about today. Just something to think about today. Uh, thank God for that revelation um, as I was reading that here this morning. Now, First John 1 and 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So there you go, friend. At the end of the day, like if you think of the worst thing possible, I know this is probably hard. Right, especially for believers or people that are like, oh, well, they want vengeance and all that. But hey, we got to change our mindsets, y'all. We got to get the mindset of God when it comes to this right here. So I'm, I'm just, just that's just a side note. But for those of us that understand that we all have done something wrong, right, and we all, you know, uh, need our sins forgiven and everything like that. Think of the worst thing possible. The worst thing. If I was to name some of the worst things possible in my head right now, I would think the loss of innocent life uh, in regards to killing innocent people. Um, I would say, you know, uh, pedophilia. <laughs> uh, I would say abusing people. Like those are some of the worst things that I can think about in this moment, right? If a person that does those things repents, God will, God is faithful and will forgive their sins and cleanse them from all unrighteousness. If we get in our minds and we get that understanding that, hey, God will forgive even those sins, then hopefully that will help us understand that, hey, whatever sin you're in, God's going to help you and forgive, and forgive your sin too. You know, um, and I, that's why I say think of the very worst thing. Because according to the Bible, from what I'm understanding, that's what it's saying. That's why Paul became Saul or Saul became Paul. Like he, he was... Now, I don't know. It, it didn't say that he was throwing the stones. But he was there agreeing with the ones throwing the stones at Christians. And then became one of the biggest advocates for Christians and Christianity um, with the rest of his life after that. So, that's the thing, y'all. Um, even even they say David was a man after God's own heart. Right? That's, what, that's the main thing you hear about David. But he also sets up someone's husband... To be killed. Just so he can have his wife. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> some of the worst things right. Yet. We think highly of these men. Right. We think highly of these. These biblical figures. So. Again. I mean. I don't know what sin you're in. Right. I don't know what sins you may have. Or what you may have done. Or whatever. And it don't really even matter. At the end of the day. Because they all the same. To God. So. Um, you know, my sin, your sin, all sin is the same. So that's what I'm saying. Think of the very first thing and then understand that at the end of the day, God will cleanse you from all unrighteousness, regardless of whatever that sin is. If you repent, if you confess your sin, then it says here, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. So 
just putting some perspective on all this, y'all. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, we can live with regrets and we can, you know, think back on things of our past and be like, oh, you know, wow, this, I did this thing. It was bad. I shouldn't have done this, X, Y, and Z. But again, thinking on those things should should lead you to a repentance, a godly grief and not a worldly grief. So that's the juice, y'all. I'm going to let that go. Um, y'all can let that marinate on your heart, souls, and minds. There are some more verses in the Go Deeper section as well. Take a look at them. Hopefully, they encourage you and inspire you on today. The Bible verse of today is Jeremiah 17 and 10. It says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his way and according to the... Oh, the fruit of his. The fruit of his. Something. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to say what I think I wrote because it don't look right. And I know that probably is not right. Um, so my apologies. Y'all got to read the Bible verse of the day right for yourself. But the fruit of his something. Doings? It might be doings. My apologies. That is the juice. That is the Bible verse of the day. I hope you all enjoyed it, friends. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I messed up the whole <laughs> outro now because I just don't know what that word is. <sighs> I need to stop writing like this. I know, mama. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys go forth and have a wonderful day. And I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow if the Lord's will. Bye-bye. Hey, y'all. I'm Nyla O'Neill with Anchor Providing the Institute. We're located at 737 South Hill Street in Griffin, Georgia. Look, this program was birthed out of a will to help and push you closer to your dream, customizing each and every learning path for each and every student, giving you hands-on education um, with myself and, and other teammates. We're here to help you and drive you to be the best version of yourself. Look, we're a 12-week program, and it will be vigorous, but it will be worth the work. Put the work in, you will see it in the end. We are dedicated to seeing you not only finish our program, but to get certified. We are an accredited school through the National Phlebotomy Solutions, and we are so ready to meet each and every one of you. Contact us today.